Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Joined this morning by Steve Johnson, a.k.a. the great predictor. He is uh, back. And, of course, the producer, Minnesota Tim, who is uh, at the Field of Dreams in uh, Min- in Minnesota. So uh, how are we doing this morning, guys? Doing great, Hank. Looking forward to talking to you this morning. Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing good, guys. Looking forward to talking to you as well. It's always, uh, it's always fun when the band can be together for an entire show. And uh, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see what the great predictor comes with today. Yeah, the, uh, I understand the great predictor is doing the show from the bathroom. <laughs> no, we is had that, a delay. Is that correct? We Why, to, explain this we for had you, to please. Delay, we had to delay the show. Um, I got notification that Hank was running a little bit late. And so I told our show producer, I communicated. I said, hey, good enough. I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. Oh, okay. I thought he said he said you were doing the show from the bathroom. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I couldn't. Jeez. I said, man, there's not, you can never tell what the great I predictor. I could do it from the, the restroom, but it's probably best that I don't. So uh, I'm ready to roll now. I'm in the studios now. I'm ready to roll. And uh, I've got a lot of hot, hot opinions for today, too, Hank, because. You do? Yeah. Right, you well, know. Tim's, uh, Tim's lined us up some, uh, some subjects, uh, hot topics. Uh, we're going to start off with. Uh, where were we starting, Tim, with the uh, the Korean tour? You know, I'm big on the Koreans, so this is anytime I get a chance to talk about the Koreans, it's always, uh, you know, puts me in the hot seat. I'm uh, getting a little nervous, uh, sweating a little bit, uh, like uh, got the perspiration going down right already. I just when I saw the outline, but you know, fellow fella got in a little trouble one time. Uh, what? But uh, I saw this uh, Korean thing, right, Tim? What what do we got there? Yeah, it was a big controversy on the Korean tour. Um, let me get his exact name here for you. He, anyway, I, I, his last name is Kim. So Biel Kim, 
he, he wins this tournament, right? And on the 16th hole in the final round, uh, fans' camera goes off okay. during his swing. And uh, a big, uh, he got really upset. He got really mad. Yeah. Like they all do. They get, they get this, this, this will tee them off. This will tee a touring pro off like there's no tomorrow. And he turns to the fan and flips him off right on the 16th tee. Really? So now, now that's not it. Now there's a little snowball effect. And then he uh, gives the guy a little bit of a finger. So, uh, okay. And uh, now it, he, give, he gives him a little bit of a finger or a big, big middle a finger? A huge middle finger. And then he gets suspended for three years. Three years. Not a couple of tournaments. Three, three years, years on the Korean tour. Wow. That's like a tough punishment uh, predictor. What do you what, what do you think? This is uh, this would be Bio Kim. Yeah. Now we're talking. Uh, we're not he, talking PGA Tour, Hank. We're talking no, no, the Korean, we're talking, Korean PGA Tour, which is a different culture. And one of the things that we need to understand about the Korean culture is that it's all about respect. It's respecting your elders. It's respecting the fans. It's respecting your sponsors. It's it is it is politically correct to the maximum. Really, you've worked with a lot of Koreans in your career. Yes, yes, and and you know, I, and some of the Koreans, uh, they uh, one of the teachers that we used to have working with us here, uh, didn't think that I respected, him. and I had nothing but respect for him. But uh, yeah, I, I got nicknamed not the he didn't nickname me the Great Predictor. Well, what was your nickname? Because I run the facility, he nicknamed me the North Korean dictator. Is what he <laughs> labeled me. <laughs> Come on. So it really? is about respect. Yeah, it's about respect. Oh, man. And uh, B.O. Kim, I mean, literally gave the finger to the whole Korean culture, which, I mean, we can discuss the three years, but. Well, you, you've come a long way because I remember when we've, we got, we got first started like many, many, many years ago, many years ago. And I had to give you a couple more than one speech about how uh, you, you couldn't uh, be every employee's best friend. <laughs> and uh, right. they were bussing you. They were running yes. you over with the bus. Uh, yeah. So now you've 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 got come a, a long way. If now you're, they're calling you the North Korean dictator, that's for well, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I'm fully adapted to Hank Haney training technique. So <laughs> it uh, no, I mean you know, which I is mean, take no uh, take take no crap from anybody. No, no. But the thing is, though, I mean, your point was well taken. Back when I was a young manager. I just try to do everything myself and I try to do it for people, but you can't, you can only go so far that way. And you were helping me become a better manager and just say, Hey, you know what? You can't be everybody's best friend, Steve. You've got to, you've got to delegate. You've got to hold people accountable. And uh, I tell you what I learned, I learned. And uh, I think I may have gone too far. Now I'm, uh, I'm known as the North Korean dictator. And uh, you know, maybe that, uh, maybe I went a little bit too far. I remember when I was in that position, like early on in my career, I was a young uh, director of golf and my employees like had a way of not showing up. You know, they were always, you know, something was wrong late or whatever, you know, uh, didn't come in. So I, 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 I finally, I mean, I did a memo one day. I said, there's a memo to everybody. I said, the following excuses will no longer be accepted. Okay. Okay. Uh, I overslept. Uh, my alarm didn't go off. Uh, the, the dog ate my alarm clock. Uh, my alarm clock broke. Uh, I, I didn't know what, what time I was supposed to work. 
Uh, you know, and I had a list of like 30 things on there. Okay. And then I, I would, and then I put solutions for fixing all of these, these problems. I said like buy a new alarm clock, uh, lock the dog up at night. Uh, don't go out drinking so much. That was a big mm. one. You know, yeah, that was, that it, was, it, it's that was. amazing how these, it, it, these guys would leave a work, you know, at, uh, you know, six, seven, eight o'clock, they're perfect, brand new. Next morning, they got the flu. I mean, they got the morning flu. You know, they were they were fine last night at the when they went to the bar, and then all of a sudden they got the morning flu. So anyway, that's uh yeah, you gotta, you know, it's part of being a manager, I guess. But uh you're now you're the North Korean dictator, so they're they're not and, and they do some serious punishment over there. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, the three years suspension is is very brutal for this. I mean, this guy was leading; he was leading the order of merit this year uh, on the Korean tour. Hank Bo Kim, yeah, he's the number one money winner. He ends up winning that tournament, and then he gets suspended for three years. And you know what his response was? What begging for forgiveness on his knees in front of the the cameras at the press conference afterward when he found out that he was going to be suspended for three years. He realized that he'd made a big mistake. Was he uh, begging for only two years or one year or what was he? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe a do-over. I mean, maybe he was wanting a mulligan or something. I, I oh don't know. God. But, uh, that, that, you know, and let's let's just bring all of our listeners up to date here. On the PGA Tour, Yeah, you've got competitors. You've got very highly competitive guys that, that are, are playing for a living. They, they get upset out there. There's things that, that fans can do to upset yeah. them. Well, it, it's happened. It happens on the PGA Tour all the time. Yeah. I mean, guys, guys get get uh, you know get upset. I mean, we had uh, you know ejected. Remember when we were uh, Justin Thomas was ejecting the fans at uh, at, at PGA National at the yeah uh, he was Honda, the police you know yeah he was the yeah, noise was the police course, out there yeah, yeah course yeah the, well the guy was heckling him um, yeah. you know so he he probably had a good point there. Um, but it, it happens. Cameras, you know, it's not so much anymore because, you know, before they didn't let you have cameras and everybody had their camera. And before, you know, cell phones were going off. Now nobody really talks on cell phones anymore. I mean, they, everybody texts. So it, it, the cell phones are pretty much silenced. That's not really a problem. But uh, maybe, maybe it still is in South Korea. I don't know because the phone went off or something went off, disturbed the guy, ruined his day, ruined his round, ruined his shot. Most important thing in the world right now is this guy's shot. You know, all the world troubles, but this guy's shot's the most important thing. And sometimes these guys, uh, I, don't, I don't know what they expect, to be honest with you. I, I, I understand they're playing for a lot of money. I understand it's their job, it's their career. But sometimes, you know, stuff just happens, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just stuff happens. And, and, and you know, it's just like, that guy didn't think, you know what, I'm going to go to the golf tournament today and I, I'm going to leave my phone on ring and, and, I, and I'm going I'm to, I hope somebody's going to call me right in the middle of this guy's backswing so I can, you know, embarrass myself, uh, piss the pro off. Maybe I'll be able to ruin his shot uh, and he'll lose the tournament and it'll be all because maybe like that, uh, you know, Bartman guy from uh, the Cubs, you know, when he reached in for the foul ball and he oh, was man. forever, uh, yeah. forever branded, a, you know, a, the guy that ruined the the Cubs chance to win the World Series. Of course, they, they came back a few years later and, and finally, you know, killed the curse when the Cubs won the World Championship. But 
Uh, this guy is forever known as the guy that, you know, uh, cost him, you know, the curse. And, this, you know, maybe that's what this guy was thinking. You think he's got the, I'm going to bring my phone. I'm going to leave it on. I, I hope somebody calls me. If they call me, maybe they'll call me right in the middle of the guy's backswing, maybe on the 18th hole. Maybe it'll be the most critical shot in the tournament. I, I mean, it's just stuff happens. Stuff happens. But, you know, you know, Hank, there are there are other sports examples that we can use that uh, the, the finger, the, the middle finger has been brought out a number of times. I can remember back in tennis, back in the day, Elon Nastasi. Remember him, the yeah. Russian player yeah, yeah. that typically would lose to like a guy like John McEnroe or Jimmy Connors. Yeah. And he would give the finger to the umpire numerous times <laughs> and then when he was asked about it did he get so did he get did he get jailed for for umpire oh, he should get jailed for that no 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 he was saying that he wanted he didn't want two balls but he said he wanted one ball one additional ball and he would hold up the finger to show him that he wanted one ball that's what he was saying Bo Kim, yeah Bo kim needs to do something like that hey i, I was i was holding it there was that was one picture that you took one picture that's all you get is one picture and hold up the finger to show that that that's the sign of number one is just one oh uh, that's all you get is one picture he happened to use the wrong finger and elian nastasi was a romanian by the way is that anything like was a Roma Russian? okay 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 i mean just i just wanted <laughs> it's to, eastern yeah. europe eastern eastern okay. european right. yeah it's, you know. okay yeah you, that, you know how uh, we always have to fact check you that's right. That's um, sorry about okay. that. Anyway, yeah, I, I knew that didn't sound right, but I wasn't going to correct you right on the uh, spot. But I would just let you go a little because sometimes you'll just I get a kick out of when you you know dig yourself a trench. Uh, but uh, yeah, Romanian. But okay, Romanian. Yeah. Eastern Europe. I mean, I'm I was close again. You can see on all of my facts, I'm close, but I'm just a little bit off. But it was close. Yeah. Yeah. So Eastern he, Europe. Well, you know what it. it, it well, it happens in golf too. I, you know what? Uh, this happened with, uh, you know, who this happened with uh, Ian Poulter. Oh, did he? Did he do the the finger too? Well, he he didn't do. You see, he what he what he he did was the tricky deal. He tri he tricked him. Uh, a guy did the same kind of thing happen. I don't remember the exact same circumstances, but the same thing happened, and he like went to. Uh, like uh, rub his nose or, oh. you know, remember that? <laughs> That's the covert finger is what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, he went, he went secret. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he, he went like, he, he rubbed his, his, you know, like his face or his, like, you know, his, his temple or his nose. I think it was his nose. Like he rubbed his nose. Uh, and, and, you know, that way he was like, you know, I was just rubbing my nose. Uh, it, it's, it happens. He didn't, he didn't get the, you know, he didn't get the suspension, but it's different in Korea. There's no doubt about it. Three years. I mean, that's a little harsh, isn't it? Well, then, you know, at the at the the best the best place in the world, the Augusta National, Tommy Fleetwood, he did it too, Hank. What did he, he do? He gave the finger. He gave the finger to the hole. <laughs> he gave the finger right to the hole because the hole messed him up. Did he have to get on his hands and knees? Or uh, I don't think so. Now, if he, you were, I bet he went in the principal's office there. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure. He, I mean, I, no I'm doubt. not sure when if he went happen? to the, the same principal's office you had to go to many years ago when you violated one of the rules over there at Augusta National. 
Yeah, that was my son. That was when I I, got, I walked in there with a, a cell phone. I thought I was getting arrested. I mean, I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't taught. I just, I was, I think I did a text. I got corralled by the uh, uh, security. He wouldn't let me move, wouldn't let me, st- you know, where'd you, how'd you get this? I said, how'd you get this in there? I walked in with it. I mean, I, I actually came in through the player's parking lot, but um, anyway, yeah, well, they got rule. No running, no running, Steve. No, no running. No, fast no walking running. only. Fa- no, fa- not too, not too fast because it could be considered running. If you were the commissioner of the Korean PGA Tour, what would you do to be a Kim? Because you're always the voice of reason. You you always have a reason for. Doing nah, something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's a, it's a. I guess it's a bad thing, but three years. Yeah. Um, three years is is wow. I mean, they're basically telling him. They're basically telling him, we do not want you playing in Korea for a long time. Well, what I here's what I wonder about that. Okay. Like if that's three years, what do you think uh what do you think gets you a year? Give, give me a give, give me what you think gets you a year. Or, or or and better than that, what gets you a lifetime ban? Like if three if the middle finger to a fan gets you three years, what 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 gets you a year off? Uh, I mean, what gets you? I mean, what gets you six months off, or what? And what gets you? What, what gets you a lifetime ban? I mean, that's a uh, three years. You know, I mean, what, 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 what are the examples of that? Do you think? I've got a couple answers okay. for you. I've got a couple answers for you here. The six month suspension. Yeah. Six month suspension is shirt untucked. Shirt <laughs> untucked on the uh, on the Korean PGA Tour is a six month suspension. Oh man, I got that. I got that. At, I got that at Arizona Country Club. <laughs> I remember I you told me. I that did. Story. I did. The first time I went out there, I went out there to Arizona Country. I belong at this course. Okay, nice course, Arizona Country Club. And I belong out there. I've never. I, I I go there and swim in the morning, and and you know exercise. That's what. That's all I do there. I mean, I've, I've never. I'd never even golfed there. Like six months have been by. Yeah, I told you this story, didn't I? Yeah, you're oh. a rule follower. I am a rule follower. Those of the people that do not know Hank Haney, like I know Hank Haney. Yeah. Hank is a oh, rules I know, yeah. follower. I don't like to break rules, Steve. No, I know. My wife, know. you know, thinks you can just squirt a couple of them. I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's not my deal. I like to like abide by all rules. Okay. Like I got a parking ticket the other day for bo- uh, parking too close to a fire hydrant. And like, I was kind of like ashamed, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I didn't, my wife would have been protesting that thing. You know, I'm like, eh, I just, you know, it was my fault. I didn't, you know, I paced it off. I was like 14 feet and you got to be 15 feet. I mean, like, I mean, but you know, it's just, a, it's my fault. I was, I was too cold. But anyway, okay. So, so I, here's my, here's my story. I don't, I told you this before, I, I think. So I, I hadn't got before. At the country club, and I and I, you know, show up there one day. I'm, I want to play, and the guy, uh, you know, I, I, he sees me, and you know, I'm carrying my clubs in. I don't mind carrying my clubs in, you know, it's no big deal. So I carry my clubs in, uh, and uh, I just assume carry my clubs. So I'm carrying my clubs in, and he said, "Hey, Mister Andy, we haven't seen you before. What 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 are you gonna, you know, what what are you planning on doing today?" I said, "Ah, I thought I I might play a few holes." I said, "Can I play?" He says, "Ah, well." He says, "Actually, we got a ladies' tournament today." He says, "So the course is closed." I said, "Well, that's all right." I said, "Could I hit a few balls?" He said, uh, "Yeah, you can hit some balls." I said, "Well, I've never been here before. What do I do?" And he says, "Well, you can just uh, you can just go out to the, well, we'll put your clubs on a cart. You just go out to the range. All the balls are out there, and just you know hit away." So I said, "Oh, great." So I 
He puts my clubs on a car to get out there, go on the range. I'm hitting away. Now, you got to understand, Steve, it's like 114 degrees outside. There's not many people on that driving range, is there? No, there's like there's like me and, and like two other people on the driving range. OK, and there's you know, that's just the way it is. OK, so I, I'm out there hitting for like 15 minutes and he he, he, he the guy comes out and he said, uh, pulled, you know, he comes up to me and he needs to talk to me. And I said, what's up? And he goes, uh, Mr. Haney, he said, uh, you need to tuck your shirt in. Oh, that's a six-month <laughs> suspension. And I'm like, I'm like, what, what do you mean? He says, well, that's a rule. You have to tuck your shirt in. Why, why didn't the guy tell you that in the pro shop? Uh, that's a good question. Okay. So I walked up, you know, I said, buddy, you know, I said, that's why I asked you when I walked up. I said, what do I, you know, I, I wanted to know, like, what the rule was because, you know, I, I didn't want to embarrass myself. I said, because I didn't have my shirt tucked in when I walked up. I mean, actually, it kind of feels better when your shirt's not tucked in. You get a little air movement. And, you know, actually, it's, you know, it's, it's also kind of the look. I mean, not, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, times, the have, style. times have changed now. a little yeah. bit here, bud. I mean, yeah. okay. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't tuck my shirt in and I don't, you know, like wear a belt. And I mean, I just, and my pants aren't going to fall down. I don't need a belt. So, um, by the right size, I mean, if, you know, I lose a little weight. I get them taken in. I mean, it's, you know, it might it, anyway. No, I, so I'm, I look at the guy and I said, but that's why I, I asked if I, you know, what I was supposed to do. I said, I, he, he, he said, oh, you got, it's a rule. You got to tuck your shirt in. So I, you know, I tucked my shirt. In. I said, all right. So I tucked my shirt in. I look over and the guy next to me has his shirt untucked. Oh, and I'm like, he was probably he was probably heading over to him next, though, Hank. He was probably heading no, over no, for you no, first. No, here's what happened. For the violation. No, no, here's what happened. So I, 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 I look at it and I go, hey, hey, bud. I said, I don't want to be an ass. I said, but what about that guy? I said, his shirt's not tucked in. You're whistleblowing. Okay. You're whistleblowing. Yeah, I'm whistleblowing. <laughs> exactly. That's a whistleblower. Okay. That's a whistleblower. But it's a firsthand whistleblower. Okay. So I, I, I go in there and I, I, I said, well, what about that guy? And he, he leans into me, okay, like he's, you know, trying to, like, secret talk, okay? And uh -oh. he leans into me and he goes, he's, he goes, he can't get it tucked in. Oh. And well, I, just an I just burst out laughing. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. I said, seriously, I, I, are you kidding me? I said, that's the rule? You got to tuck your shirt in unless you're so big you can't tuck it in? Yeah. Yeah, he got I an said, exemption. I, oh my God, that that'll get you. So that that'll get you a few months, and that'll get me yeah. a suspension. But but uh, see, I mean that's that's warranted. I'm I'm I think I'm right on with the Korean PGA six months suspension for shirt untucked. That's my story story about that. All right, well we, 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 well let's take a little uh, little break here from our uh, our sponsors, and uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll we'll delve into what might get us a one year suspension, and we'll we'll go from there. We'll be right back on the Hank Kinney Podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
when I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the Hank Andy Podcast, uh, Minnesota Tim, a question for you. Uh, the six months, uh, Steve says you get you get shirt untucked will get you six months suspension on the uh, Korean tour. Uh, you get you got three years for the middle finger. I'm wondering what what do you think gets a fella a lifetime suspension? I'm, I'm I think I have to go with streaking streaking on the golf course. I, I know that's <laughs> I know that's highly intense, but. This isn't a five-year ban or a ten-year ban. This is lifetime, and you know, I was thinking, I was thinking about that question you asked. I was like, "What do baggy pants get you?" You know, you're walking around with your pants to your knees. Yeah. Uh, that's got to get you something too. But I don't think that's worthy of a lifetime ban. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, streaking across the golf course, going nude, um, that gets you a lifetime ban. All right, all right, Steve. What do you, what do you got for a lifetime ban? Well, I like that. I like that. Uh... Uh, can I work into the lifetime ban? Because I've got a, I've got a two two instances that would cost you a year on the on the Korean okay. tour. What are they? It's, this is all about respect. Remember, you got to respect the culture. You got to respect the people. You respect your yeah. elders. So a year suspension. This could happen even by accident. 
that you walk out onto the tee and your zipper's down. Zipper down, one year suspension. That's what I say. <laughs> Zipper down. The fly. Zipper down gets you a year. Oh, yeah. And then I've got another one, too. It's, remember, respect. It's along the same lines. You go to the locker room. We talked about earlier in this podcast that I was going to you know, go to the restroom before we started because you were running late. Another year suspension, no flushing. If you don't flush, right, you get a little you're dark. done. Right, you a little dark. One year, no flushing. One year suspension. All right, that'll get you. Get you. What do you one think? Year. What do you think Sergio would have gotten if he would have? I mean, he got nothing, didn't he? I mean, like he got for nothing, the outburst but he didn't at the uh, when he when he tore up the green at uh, over in uh, where was that Saudi Arabia or wherever they were playing. Uh, Dubai or I don't know where it was one of those one of those uh, courses over there one of those countries it was that's where he was but anyway I know that it was a European tour event and he went crazy hacked up the sand trap oh uh, yeah took yeah. a chunk out did of the damage. green did yeah, damage oh, yeah, to the did greens what, what, too. he got nothing big difference there Hank why you're talking about he was disrespecting the landscape he was not disrespecting people so I mean disrespecting people is a big thing in, in Korea so I mean, I think he probably would have got a warning. Probably would have got a warning in Korea for uh, all the annex that he did in Saudi Arabia. We're talking about Sergio Garcia here, though, Steve. I mean, he's got a long list. He was suspended from that tournament, though, wasn't he? He was suspended from that tournament. Yeah, he got kicked out of that tournament. But he's not a he's 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 not a first time offender either. Uh, Sergio Garcia, he's the. Uh, He's like on automation. He's automatically going to do something stupid. I mean, if you look at it in 2002 at Beth Page Black, the U.S. Open, he flipped off fans there too and didn't receive a punishment. Times have changed. Times have changed. We know that. Times have changed. Times have changed. You know, uh, it, it uh, the flipping off thing, uh, my advice to touring pros, uh, eliminate that from your repertoire. Yeah. You know, the flipping off the hole, the flipping off the fans, the flipping off, whatever the, you know, it just, I mean, uh, everybody gets emotional, but let's just control ourselves a little bit. Anyway, that fella got three years. I mean, his, you know, I mean, I, what do you do for three years? You're a touring pro. He, you know, he can go, he'll go, you know what he'll do? What will he do? He's going to come play on the corn ferry. Well, that's probably a good move for him. He's a good player. He, I mean, he's been on the PGA Tour before. He didn't sustain his card, but it's probably good that he does the Corn Ferry Tour. What do you think about a player being suspended on one tour and going playing on another tour? Do you think? Do you think other? Do you think? Do you think like uh, one? You know, association should honor another association's uh, suspension. I guess the same thing happens in the NFL. They get suspended in the NFL. They go play in the CFL. Uh, Johnny Manziel did that. He didn't last very long, but he did that. Well, I think the PGA Tour will probably honor the suspension of Bo Kim. Just you know what? I think they're going to honor the suspension. You think they will? I think that they're going to. Well, then he won't be. How's he going to play on the well, corn ferry? You know, he, he probably they, you can't. Think they will. Yeah, because I'm I'm thinking of another instance here that the Fjordborn Olison, who wasn't did his annex weren't even on the golf course, but he's yeah. being accused of inappropriate behavior on a plane. He, you know, he just he, he just he had a total meltdown. He's been suspended from the European PGA Tour. I would find it very hard to believe that he's going to be able to play on the PGA Tour or World Golf Championship event uh, until that thing is straightened out. Because I, I think that they will honor it. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, I do have 
I can only think of one example. Of all the examples we could come up with, I can only think of one example why someone would have a lifetime ban on the Korean PGA Tour. What's that? You know what that is? Hmm. The only way someone could get banned for life from the Korean PGA Tour. Is this going to be dark? It may be. Is it going to get us in trouble? Are you going to go with me on this? Is it going to get me in trouble? Are you with me? Not if it's going to get me in trouble. (laughs) The only way. This is coming from Steve Johnson, the great predictor. This is not coming from me. And I'm not even going to laugh because I can get in trouble for laughing too. Right. The only way you can get banned on the Korean PGA Tour is if you have a photo session where you get photographed with a thong. That's the only way. <laughs> only way you can get suspended from the no, Korean PGA I, I, Tour is have a. That's a little shot at Brooks. That's a little section. shot at Brooks Kepka right there. That's a shot. I, I I didn't see anything wrong with the with the with the body by uh, Kepka. Body by Kepka. Yeah, ESPN body by Kepka or whatever they call it. body body edition or body uh, issue or what. I mean, they had to, what what's the big deal about that? Why why is that such a big deal to you? If a guy gets a three year suspension for giving the finger, yeah, wouldn't that just be justified? <laughs> no, because, the guy's showing justified. two cheeks. Hank. The guy's showing cheeks. Uh, on the, on the, it was actually one cheek. It was a side shot. Well, the that was cheeker. in the body issue. In his yeah. in, in the the picture with his girlfriend, they were cheeks. There were four cheeks in that picture. <laughs> it was a double. It was a double pair. He works out a lot. He does. He does. But that's the he only way you can be. That's the only way you can be suspended for life on the Korean PGA tours if you come with that. That's it. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about something that'll, that'll help you in your life in general. Uh, everybody's got aches and pains. Uh, something that bothers them, arthritis, back pain. I've, I've had this, I've had a, a few issues. I tore my uh, plantar fasciitis at the bottom of my left foot. Then, honestly, I, I was limping around for like a week, and that was the uh, kiss of death on my back. My back was already bad. Then the next thing you know, I had to have back surgery. But uh, I, I, I don't know anybody that doesn't have something. So a year or so ago, a couple of years ago, I went on this mission to find – uh, a good pain relief product because I, I've, I've tried them all. I've tried every pain relief cream there is, and I didn't. Nothing really worked. And I came up with this great product. It's a patented product, and it's called Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. You've heard me talk about it. A lot of you have heard me talk about. It. And this product is absolutely fantastic. I get so many emails from people. I want to read you read you one of them. Uh, this is from Bob. He said, this stuff really works. And every every single message I get from people is exactly the same. <laughs> I mean, they, they, you know, different names, slightly different version of the exact same thing. I've tried, here's what he says. I've tried all kinds of creams and rubs for pain and thought this might just be another one, but I was really wrong. And this is the same thing. Like, it's amazing how skeptical people are that something is going to help them. But I'm telling you, Voodoo Pain Relief Cream, it it works. And just try it. Trust me on this. Just try it. It's 100% guaranteed. If, if you don't like it, if it doesn't work, you can send it back. The returns are virtually zero. Uh, but and, and, and so many people have used the product. They all get great results. Try it. Go to VoodooPainRelief.com. You can enter the code Hank. Get a special deal. 
Uh, if you haven't tried it yet, try it. If you have tried it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, appreciate you telling your friends because we've got a lot of people that have uh, we're helping, and, and it, it makes me it makes me feel good. All right, we're gonna hear from our, our sponsors. We'll be right back with the great predictor and Minnesota Tim on the Hank Haney podcast. More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to Hank Any Podcast. All right. Uh, wh- wh- what do you think? Have we... Uh, have we done enough on the uh, bio Kim suspension? Three years for flipping the middle finger, uh, predictor. What do you think? Uh, I, I don't. You know, I think we've kind of exhausted it. 
I think the guy a little hard on the guy, but uh, I don't know the culture, so you got to give it to him. I mean, what, what do you, they they announce this suspension? The PGA Tour doesn't announce anything. They don't. No, announce, they don't. No. Announce suspensions. In fact, the Korean PGA Tour says that they usually keep it anonymous, but they felt like they really needed to bring this out public to to make it, this be okay an example to the players that they are not going to tolerate this stuff. And I, I got to bring something out to light here, Hank, too, just before we leave is because during our break and our sponsors are great, uh, great for the program and all that. But Tim said some things during the break that I think he should be suspended for. <laughs> no comment. No comment. He's lucky. No comment. Korean PGA Tour he was a little he dark. Been suspended. He yeah. would have been suspended for that. He would have been. He would. He definitely would have been suspended for that. No doubt about it. He may be eliminated from the Field of Dreams game this afternoon. He's got a one-game suspension uh, put on by uh, the, me, the commissioner, and uh, he's got a one-game suspension. So he will not be playing in his backyard today in the cornfield in Minnesota with shoeless Joe Jackson. He's out for the yeah, game. It's been raining for days and Girl, days. You got lucky. You got lucky. The game got canceled anyway. So you, you, you know, we'll count that as your suspension. You can play tomorrow when Shoeless Joe shows up um, to, for his game. Because you do know Steve, Tim has a cornfield in his backyard. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah, I know it is. I swear to God, it looks like Field of Dreams. I'm not, oh, I know I'm, it. I'm not kidding you, Steve. I remember seeing the picture of that, and his his seats are terrible, though, Hank. He's got seats on the on the right field foul line. You think a guy that uh, is is as big a Minnesota fan as he would be, he would be a home plate or you know third baseline or something like that. He's right field outfield along the foul line. Terrible seats. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk a little. You know what? Let's do. Let, let's let's talk a little uh, NFL football predictions since you are the great predictor. And give our uh, listeners a chance to make some money this weekend, and let's talk about uh, two two big games. The two, two big games that we're all following here on the Hank Henny Podcast. Uh, first up, we have the Minnesota Vikings, who Minnesota Tim uh, predicted would go to the Super Bowl this year. Super Bowl run. Um, Minnesota Vikings, quarterbacked by Minnesota Tim's favorite player. In the NFL, he always picks out a favorite player, and his favorite player is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. He's terrible. <laughs> I say that f- facetiously because you do rip him all the time. You think he's he's awful, and then there's clearly there's far worse quarterbacks in the NFL than Kirk Cousins. Clearly, they're paying him a lot of money. Uh, he must be something. He must be doing something, or he must be capable of something. But you got Kirk Cousins, and they're going against the uh, Vikings. Are going against the New York Football Giants, and they're quarterbacked by the Daniel Jones from Duke. Uh, and that game is uh, is looking like it's a uh, minus Minnesota. The Vikings are minus six. What do you what do you what do you guys, Steve? What do you think about that game? Do you, do you see anything? Do you have a vision? What do you think? You know what? I I, lo- I love Tim's team. Tim is such a big Vikings fan. He's a negative. I, I, I he's hate. a negative positive guy. You know, he's a that. realist. He, he's a realist. He's, he calls he that a being a realist. He does call that being yeah. a realist. He's a, he's one of these fans. Like there's a lot. You know, you know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of these guys that are like this. They say they're fans. They sort of cheer for their team, but they they know their team sucks. So they they kind of. Give it up. Well, I know, you know, I, I hope we're going to win, but I know we're going to lose. 
and, and that's kind of the deal. That's Tim's deal. That's Tim's yeah. deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, the Giants are kind of mourning the loss of Eli Manning. You know, the Eli Manning years are over. I think they're going to get behind this new guy, Hank. I, I don't know much about him, but I'm, what I'm feeling is I'm feeling a giant victory. Are you okay? Well, let me yeah. let me let me give you something else to put in your ball that you must have missed. Is that they're the Saquon Barkley's out? He's got an ankle injury, so he's out. He's the best running back in the in the league, he's gone. See, that's where that's where that's where you go wrong, Hank. Is because I look at the big picture. I picked <laughs> what, last week. What's the big picture? Their best player's not playing. That's not the big picture. Last week, New Orleans' best player was out. Okay. New Orleans played the Cowboys last week. I predicted a Cowboys loss. That's because you always predict a Cowboys loss. You're the same as Tim in Minnesota. You guys are negative, uh, positive guys. I know your deal. New Orleans was missing their best player and still okay. won. So, yeah. I mean, it can be done. I'm, I'm saying that they're going to rally around their new guy. Okay. Eli Manning, will. Uh, uh, maybe he's going to be sitting up in the stands this No, week. he's in the bench. He's a backup quarterback. Giants, victory. Book it. Well, they're getting six points, so they don't have to get a victory. They just need to. You well, think I like it. it'll be easy, easy cover? You think they're going to win the game outright? I like it. When when I pick games, Hank, people think of it as an investment. They don't think of it as a gamble. They think of it as an investment. <laughs> what's your one? What's your what's your one loss record? By the way, right now I'm one and zero. I picked New Orleans last week. Okay, right. yeah, I'm one and zero. One and zero. Hundred percent. All right, Tim. Yeah. What do you uh, give me? Give me give me your spin on your team, your Vikings, and give me your spin on this particular game, Minnesota minus six against the New York Football Giants. Well, earlier in the year, uh, I predicted that the Minnesota Vikings. So I have a football theory. Let me explain this football theory okay, first. So my my football theory is to take your early season projection of how many uh, wins your team is going to have. Okay. So I said the Vikings were going to go 10 and 6. Okay. But then I have a th- football theory. You always subtract your projection minus 1 because there's a loss in that schedule that nobody's predicting but it's going to happen because it's the NFL. It's any given Sunday. It seems like each team loses a game that nobody well, expects them to lose. If each team loses a game, then another then the, if a team loses a game they should have uh, won. Then another team won a game they should have lost. So how do you why do you only subtract? Why don't you add? I, I don't know because okay. not every I stumped because, you there. So. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd it have to think that over a little bit more. Negative, you really are. See that that's <laughs> that's just, not that's, true. Yeah. So so anyway, I I I, I the two games on the ske- Minnesota Vikings schedule that I thought were the Oakland Raiders at Minnesota. Yeah. And I said the Vikings would either win or lose that one, and I said the Vikings would either win win or lose this Giants game. Okay, and those were the two games that I looked at on the schedule, and okay. uh, the Vikings dominated the Raiders, and now uh, so the the Giants are going to win. That that was my theory before the season started, and I'm going to stick with it. Okay, so this is based on you're going to lose one that you should win. Yes. And since they won the other one that they should have won, they're going to lose this one that they should win. Yes. And that's what you're going with? Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Right. That's my theory. Boy, oh boy. You guys have Did a, you did you understand anything that he said? Hank, I got a call. I got a I'm call. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Vikings myself. by the way. You guys take the Giants, I got the Vikings. Both you guys have the Giants, I have the Vikings. I got the Vikings minus 6. I got the Vikings to cover that. 
Ooh, that's Kirk Cousins is going to have a big day. And people, you can rag on him. He, he's a decent player. I'm not saying he's a great player. He's a decent player. Uh, better than better than a lot. Let's put it that way. How about that? Okay, I got I got the Vikings. All right. Now what we let's go. Let's move on to the the Cowboy game because I want to get to the you know the, my team, the Cowboys. Uh, Steve, you hate the Cowboys. I know. Uh, although you secretly kind of cheer for them, it's just you just you. I know your deal. You hope they lose so that they get a new coach. That's you're one of these guys. Which we every, need a new coach. There's a lot of fans that are like this. They cheer f- uh, for the team. They like they they cheer for their team in uh, to lose so that they'll get a new coach, or they cheer for their team to lose so they'll get the number one draft pick, even though they really like their team and they kind of want them to win, but they really don't want them to win because if they, they they win, they're just mediocre. So they want a better draft pick or they want a better coach. They don't want to like like they don't want to win just like a certain amount of games and then the coach doesn't get fired and then the team still stinks and then eventually the coach does get fired. And I know how you work on this deal. So you cheer against them and you want them you want them to lose cuz you want Jason Garrett to get fired because you think he's he's not a good coach. I think he's a good coach. Um we have a difference of opinion there. The You, you uh, think he's a great coach. I do think he's a great coach. I don't I don't know if he's a great coach. I don't think he's Bill Belichick. I I don't think he's like Nick Saban. I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't think he's like that. I I didn't say that, but I think he's he, he's uh once again Far better than most is what I would say. And I, when when, when you count a, a a coach and you count a uh, uh, you know like a, a let's just say, let's just equate it to golf. Okay, you take a director of golf. I don't understand how you could be like I was director of golf at Stonebridge uh, Ranch in Dallas. Okay, two golf courses. I don't see how you could be considered a a great director of golf if you can't hire great pros. Okay, so see, I hired you, and but see, yeah, you're uh, yeah. That that that's uh, validated. Yeah, so there you go. So yeah. so so I, I give a guy credit. I think the Cowboys have a very good coaching staff, very good, excellent coaching staff, excellent. So what's your what's your uh, pick? They, they've got they, pick they, they, there's there's at least uh, it, well, and the Cowboys coaching staff. There's two guys right now, uh, Chris Richards, the defensive uh, backs and defensive co-defensive coordinator and the uh, offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, that I would bet any amount of money that both of those two guys will be coaches in the NFL and they will be coaches in the NFL, head coaches in the NFL uh, sooner rather than later. So you have two guys on a staff that are going to be head coaches sooner rather than later. You got another guy that, that, is a head coach, Jason Garrett, and has been for got a lot of experience. And and you got other coaches. Rod Marinelli is a def- co-defensive coordinator. He was a head coach too. I, I don't I don't see how you can you know, think the guy's a terrible coach when he's got that much surrounded by that much talent. That's 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 part of the, the uh, my my logic there. So the Cowboys are minus three and a half. They are playing against the Green Bay Packers and. Uh, of course, Aaron Rodgers, which is always a thorn in the Cowboys' side. And uh, in football, it is difficult to beat the best player. And the best player on the field, uh, it will easily be Aaron Rodgers because he's the best player on the field every time he steps on the field. 
I remember one time I had a conversation with uh, Sean Payton, who's a friend of mine. And I asked him, this was years ago, but I asked him, I said, How, how's your, your team going to be? And uh, he said, Hank, he said, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be pretty good. He said, we'll be pretty good. He said, um, we, we, 15 out of 16 weeks, he said, uh, we, we've got the best player on the field. And he was talking about, and, and he touches the ball like 80 times a game. So he says, we got the best player in the field. He touches the ball, I don't know for you, 60 or 80 times, whatever, how many offensive plays there are. But he said, he said uh, we got the best player in the field. He touches the ball 60, 80 times a game. And uh, 15 out of 16 weeks. And the one week he was talking about was the week they played the Green Bay Packers. Because on that week, you don't have the best player in the field. The best player in the field is Aaron Rodgers. Um, so in that respect, I'm going to make my pick first. Cowboys will win the game. But they will not wow. cover. They will not cover the three and a half. So I would wow. take the. I'll take the points and Green Bay on this one. That's what I'll take. Man, All right? That's that's my cutting point. it close there. Yeah, it's cutting. That it is close. cutting it close. Yeah, and there's some logic wow. behind that prediction. Uh, let's hear what the great predictor has to say. Well, for those of you that want to make an investment in this next week, this uh, Sunday football game. This is all part of the master plan of the Dallas Cowboys ending their season nine and seven. And uh, unfortunately, it's going to be a double L. It's going to be a loss again for the Dallas Cowboys. That's how it was. They're hard on their man. way. Hard to imagine you would predict that. Well, I mean, it's just it is what it is. I mean, you 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 sketched out a great logic for my pick. I mean, you 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 cannot beat the best player. Could be the best player in football. Yeah, uh, he's smart. Uh, the the Cowboys trying to get this coaching by committee deal where they can't get the right players in. Aaron Rodgers will absolutely get that, their head that, that has not on the been sidelines. an issue this year. What are you talking about? Well, they haven't played a they haven't played a where game they, like they, this. Where not, gonna, I watch every game. I've watched every game every minute. There's not been one play when they didn't have the right players in there. What are you talking about? Okay, listen to me here. Listen because as you could learn something here. The the Green Bay Packers are going to go quick snap the whole first half. They're not going to go into a huddle until they absolutely have to make some, some adjustments that I mean they are going to the Cowboys are their heads are going to be spinning here. Well they do like the Cowboys do like to roll new players in there to get give guys breaks uh, and that's a that is a good point Aaron Rodgers wears them out by uh, uh, you know lining them up quick. That, that that's true. I heard Jerry Jones has uh, Jerry Jones has a, a strategy to slow the, the Packers down. He's going to get. I, I heard this is just a rumor, but I heard that he may get a, an on-off power switch where he could turn the power <laughs> off in the stadium to slow the guys down a little bit. All right. All you right. think there's any? I don't there's think, any? No, I don't think that's no? not. That's not okay. So you got you have you have the uh, Packers and you taking the three and a half points. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Well. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm taking the, the 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 points on the Packers too. So okay, and then uh, Minnesota Tim, who do you got? Uh, I'll, I'm gonna go with the Packers as well, just strictly because they have a really good history against the Cowboys. Um, last year I, I was watching some highlights of the game, and uh, or maybe it was a couple years ago, where Rodgers came down, had a game-winning drive with like 11 or 12 seconds left, and the Aaron Rodgers just seems to have their number. Although they've been really bad on offense so far this year, they put something together Thursday night against the Eagles, and I think they'll carry that over to Dallas and win. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how, it, how it all goes. It seems like we're uh, – I, I, I'm going uh, Vikings. 
and I've got the Cowboys winning, but uh, not covering the, the, the spread. You guys uh, have losses, and uh, for all those other those, you got losses for the, the Vikings. You got losses for the Cowboys. Um, very predictable by the great predictor. That's what that's what you believe. All right, we'll see. We'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll revisit that on uh, on Monday, and we'll we'll see, we'll see what 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 happens. See how that prediction comes through. Uh, good show today. Appreciate uh, you guys being with me. Minnesota Tim and uh, the great predictor Steve Johnson. Thanks for listening to the Hank Haney podcast. And uh, remember that you can get help with your golf game anytime you want it. All you have to do is send a video into golf schools at hankhaney.com. There's no limit to how many you can send in. Steve or one of the guys will look at your video and help you out. And uh, it's a free service. It's our gift to golf. We want as many people as we can to uh, get better, improve, and this is a way you can do it. I mean, a lot of people are lacking a true plan of how to get better at golf. So send your video in. Take a video from down the line. You can take one from the side. Also include a uh, description of what your big miss is. And Steve or one of the guys will get back to you in 24 hours. Uh, golf schools at hankhaney.com uh, send in send in the video and of course you can follow us on the show here hank haney golf at, at uh, outlook.com uh, and i think that's the email address isn't it tim uh yes it is hank haney golf at outlook.com hank haney golf at outlook.com if you want to send in a question uh, and uh, you can also follow me on twitter at hank haney sending questions there uh, anytime you got uh, something you want to talk about, we'll try to get to it on the air. And then uh, the phone number, Tim, if people want to call and leave a phone message. Yeah, 833-426-5763, extension 801. All right, there you go. All right, until next time, uh, thanks for listening to the Hank Any Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Any Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 